Hey, it's Jordan. I am here with Joy Braun, a member of Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe. And uh, you guys have been very busy, uh, along with Pine Ridge and, and other Native uh, reservations that have been dealing with uh, really unprecedented type flooding. I want to get to that. But first, uh, it, it, it's like this, this force that never ends. A judge had blocked the Keystone XL pipeline, uh, citing that the Trump administration did not, uh, and, the, and the company did not do a, a formal or thorough environmental uh, review. But now Trump, I, I don't quite think it's legal, has issued another permit uh, blowing off the judge. Can you kind of talk about the reaction uh, down there uh, among your tribe who's going to be affected by the Keystone Pipeline if it ever occurs? Well, one, the Keystone XL pipeline won't, won't happen no matter what. We will stop it. This isn't Standing Rock. This is Cheyenne River, and we're down no matter what. Um, the, the, the permit was ruled illegal in, the, in Judge Morris's um, statement, and it was also ruled that the, uh, uh, they needed to do a, a more thorough environmental impact statement uh, study done and that cultural resources had not been fully identified and that um, NEPA, the National Environmental um, um, Protection Act, yeah, Protection Act hadn't been hadn't been um, um, uh, followed. So there there was a lot of different things that 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 happened with with, with that particular federal um, judge's ruling. Uh, so I, what I think is that um, the Trump administration realized that it could not fulfill its promises to the Koch brothers, to TransCanada, um, and that they would eventually lose this case. So I think that Trump decided, well, I'm just going to do another one then, and then throw them back into, um, into court. So the Indigenous Environmental Network... Um, and, and other organizations, we are going to take them back to court. And uh, it doesn't really matter how many times we got to go to court, we'll still do it. Uh, th this, what Trump said in this, in this latest permit was uh, a permit to cross the medicine line, so the, the border between Canada and the United States, and to start construction to the first pump house in Montana. Now, you need to have the Department of State uh, signing off on anything that crosses a United States border, whether that's Canada or, or uh, Mexico. So this particular, uh, we, we absolutely believe that this particular, um, um, that, that, this, that this is illegal and um, that, that we will stop it again. And it seems to me, uh, obviously, with such delays for Keystone TransCanada, Trump might be doing this because, frankly, I, I would think investors are going to start pulling out if this thing doesn't start getting built. Uh, do you think that played a part? I think so. I think that that's definitely a case. Um, TransCanada, or they're, they're changing their name to TC Energy, um, has its uh, annual meeting coming up this next month um, up in Canada and they're going to have to answer to their shareholders and um, if you are a shareholder or you know a shareholder 
of, of Trans Canada or TC Energy, let them know this this is not going to get built. We have stopped this pipeline three times before, and we will stop it again. And you mentioned uh, this is not Standing Rock. Obviously, the attention and all the <laughs> all the activism and, and organizing and all that. Unfortunately, most of that happened when the pipeline was already halfway built, whereas now there's been pre-construction, but not, you know, really active construction. Uh, So what do people need to know? Because obviously this is the new frontier. We've already seen reports that, you know, the Morton County Sheriff from Standing, Standing Rock days has been going around the country giving you know, guidance to police departments on how to deal with these eco-terrorists, they like to call them. Uh, And I know that both in Nebraska and other paths that the Keystone Pipeline can go through, uh, is going through, uh, police departments have definitely built up their stock of weaponry. Yeah, they have. Uh, We we have reports from, like, here in South Dakota, from the... um, Highway Patrol and from different counties of, of the different types of equipment that they that they have brought in, uh, we have reports at um, that Kyle Kirchmeyer told um, some of the sheriff's departments to arm their children. Jeez. I mean, can you can you imagine telling 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 that somebody to arm their kids? We never had guns. If we had guns in Ocheti. Uh, that would have been all over the frickin' news, and they would have come in with guns a-blazing on us. So we we never had guns. We were always unarmed. Um, but but they're definitely ramping up the fear factor, and uh, they, they don't have anything to fear. Because, you know, one, uh, the pre-construction has, has, has stopped right now. Uh, they, they're not allowed to build their man camps, um, and they can put pipe on... Uh, in pipe yards, but only if they have already done cultural surveys on those pipe yards. And the cultural surveys were never done on the pipe yards here in South Dakota or in Montana or in Nebraska. Um, the other the other, the other, other kind of X factor in all of this is what you mentioned before is the flooding. Um, a large part of South Dakota, Montana, and a huge part of Nebraska is underwater right now. And the the railroads are out, um, bridges w- washed away, like completely washed away. Roads are de- are are decimated. Uh, you cannot move pipe in Nebraska or South Dakota or Montana right now. You, you just can't. Everything's everything's flooded, and it's going to take a long time to rebuild those roads. Now, do I think that TransCanada is going to come in and say, hey, uh, we'll give you some money to do this and this and try to fix the roads? Yeah, I think they will. But I also think that they're going to do a shoddy-ass job of it. And and the reason why I say that is because here in South Dakota, uh, TransCanada uh, subcontracted uh, road work to be built on the northwestern side of South Dakota. Uh, for their for, for one of the man camps up there, and um, those the the subcontractors and the subcontractors of those contractors were never paid by TransCanada, and they just those those contractors put a lien on the landowners up there in excess over a million dollars and just for just one guy, and and you know seventy thousand eighty thousand for other other landowners. So um, the landowners up there are getting mad 
because Trans Canada isn't paying their bills. Right. So do I? And, and then the 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 ranchers up there are saying they put the wrong type of gravel on there, and the roads weren't graded properly. So some of them have washed out, and they put these this gravel in there that's like one to two two inches in width. That's the wrong kind of gravel to use on gravel roads. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I do think they'll do a shoddy house job. And you said that uh, you and your group are going to be filing uh, against the Trump administration pretty soon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will. Okay. And I wanted to ask you uh, on the flooding. Uh, you know, it's very interesting to me that the Democratic Party and, and folks seem very interested when Native Americans' votes might be suppressed. And, and that hurts the Democratic Party. They were very active and loud about that before uh, the North Dakota Senate race where Heidi Heitkamp lost. I don't hear anyone in the Democratic Party, uh, nationally that is, talking about all this flooding going on, climate-induced flooding, from Pine Ridge to Cheyenne River. Uh, You could tell me, but uh, I'm hearing that you've been asking for federal help. You're not getting any federal help. Obviously, that's Trump and his administration's fault. But where is the Democratic Party? I mean, thousands of people have been stranded. Uh, You have roads that cannot uh, you can't go to and from Uh, on Pine Ridge. At least people didn't have enough food, water. Can you kind of talk about what you're all dealing with and where is the national support? Exactly. Where is the national support? (laughs) Um, So my challenge is to all these people that are throwing their hat into this presidential election. Um, all you Democrats and independents and whoever the heck you are, uh, come, come, come to South Dakota. Uh, you guys want our vote? Come to South Dakota. Uh, Nome didn't show up right away, and of course, you know that's our our governor. She's not a she's not a friend to Indian country, but she did eventually show up at least. But the the reality is is that. Um, whether it's Pine Ridge or Rosebud or Cheyenne River or Crow Creek or Lower Brule or Sisseton, Wapiton or whatever, whichever tribe it is, um, we need help with infrastructure. We've always needed help with infrastructure. And um, the same amount of dollars for infrastructure is allotted to, to, to our reservations, which are sometimes the size of Delaware or Connecticut, um, as is the same for like a village in Alaska. So, like, a village in Alaska will have awesome, awesome roads in that little tiny village, but we don't have anything. Um, and before the floods, there were, there were sometimes potholes as big as cars in some of our roads. So, I, I, my challenge is to them is to come, come to South Dakota, come to Nebraska, the, um, the Ponca and the... Um, the, the tribes in Nebraska were, were, were decimated as well. I mean, really bad. And, and they need help. And so just, I don't know, come help. Right, because from what I heard from uh, people at Pine Ridge, uh, and I talked to somebody with Cheyenne River, um, you know, basically you have, because the weather was warmer than usual, it, the snow was melting quicker. Uh, there were other factors too. But essentially... I mean, unprecedented flooding. Go ahead. Well, there were there were two big blizzards, and people forget that before the flooding happened. There were these really two big blizzards. Um, here, here in Eagle Butte, we got um, six to seven feet of snow, 
And then the next blizzard that came, we got four feet of snow, if not more. And that was just here at my house. Wow. Um, and uh, like my, my, my husband walked to work because we couldn't get the truck out. And, and he fell into a snowbank. And he was lucky enough, he remembered his training. He had to swim out of that snowbank. Otherwise, he, he, he would have suffocated. Um, so there's, people forget there was all this huge amount of snow and then it warmed up. And all of this is global climate change. All of this is global climate change. Because as the, as the oceans warm up, it affects the air. And then that air brings in additional moisture. And whether it's cold air or warm air, it moves it faster in the atmosphere. So as the oceans warm up, and they only have to warm up half a degree to one degree, and you're going to see huge changes. And so that, that's, what's, that's what's happening. And maybe you could explain the difference between weather and climate to our president, since he doesn't seem to understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody can explain anything to Trump. I, honestly, I think he's, 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 I don't know, he's, he's got sponges between two ears. And my last question on Keystone, obviously, uh, you know, I, it doesn't sound like you guys are asking for people to come down there, but what do you want to see? Because uh, there's plenty of water protectors still, you know, ready to fight uh, big oil and these companies and the government. What do you want people to do now before construction starts? To, to in, a, in, well, in contrast to Standing Rock, there's still opportunity to stop this. What should people do around the country that want to help? So right now, there's a promise to protect tour that's happening with the coalition, with all the, with the different tribes, Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe, Rosewood Sioux Tribe, Pine Ridge, uh, Dakota Rural Action, 350, uh, Sierra, uh, all, all these, there's, there's been this coalition that was formed throughout the 10 years that we've been fighting this. And, and we developed a, a promise to protect tour, and that's going on right now. And um, go to one of the trainings, um, learn, learn what you can do hands-on in, in your area. Uh, I think this next weekend they're in Minneapolis. Um, but they're, they're going to like Minneapolis and Seattle. They were in Albuquerque. They're going to be down in the Bay Area. And so learn how to do nonviolent direct action. Learn the things that you can do in, in your community. Um, Still a lot of divestment, and, and not just Wells Fargo. The, the biggest funder for Keystone XL and Tar Sands is Chase Bank. Mm. So I, I would say target Chase Bank. And uh, Rainforest Action Network has some things that are going to be going down um, the spring and summer with Chase Bank. Definitely follow up on that. Uh, we're, we are not asking for people to come to the reservation right now. We're dealing with the flood, we're dealing with um, our roads, we're dealing with other things right now, and we do not need a bunch of people showing up and thinking that they're going to camp, because we, 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 we cannot do that. we got to take care of ourselves first. <clears throat> and it wouldn't really do any good because there's no pre-construction going on right now. Um, if we do catch pre-construction or if we do, do th see things happening, we'll, we'll document that. And we will, we will give that to our lawyers because right now the fight is in the court system and with the divestment. So things you can do is, is target Chase Bank. Things you can do is, um, you know, let the Army Corps of Engineers know. Again, Army Corps of Engineers, let them know that we need to 
not provide the permits for the Missouri River crossing, which is happening up in Montana, but also the other rivers rivers crossing. Um, there's there's um, like over 70 crossings here in, in, in South Dakota alone. Um, let, let the BLM know that we don't want them crossing um, Bureau of Land Management land. Uh, so there, there, there are things that we can target. Um, definitely watch, watch my feed, watch Indigenous Environmental Network, watch Dakota Rural Action, um, watch um, even 350. And we'll, we'll, we'll give you guys things that you need to do, um, whether you're in Seattle or New York or the Bay Area. There's lots of stuff to do. Great. Thank you so much for taking the time. I hope you and your family are okay with the flooding. And, uh, oh, we're <laughs> good. And we'll stay in touch. All right, cool. Thanks. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed that last video. Hop on over to statuscoup.com where you can sign up for our email list and become a member for as low as 5 to $10 a month. Membership is how we grow. That's statuscoup.com slash join. And remember, join our email list so we can grow the revolution with you.